Welcome to the America's Next Top Best Friend podcast. I am Hillary Sussman, your Chicago resident redheaded Jew, and I'm here with the beautiful Nubian, gorgeous Amanda Mitchell from her Brooklyn bungalow. And from my bungalow. <laughs> it is a bungalow. Also, is I don't- it? Do people use the word Nubian as a descriptor anymore? I didn't know that's a thing. I <laughs> I use it almost exclusively. I'm going to take it. I'll take Please. it. Please. I'm, I'm Jamaican. But it's it okay. just sounds royal to me. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was about. It's about the royalty part. It's about the Aida part. Right? Aida. Amanda, Aida. every time I hear any uh, uh, the musical Aida, I think of you. And I don't know why. <laughs> oh, because your high school did a production of it. Aida. That's why. Because Danny Stevens started Aida, and she was not black in the slightest. We pre- but it's okay. We previously mentioned that me and Amanda went to high school and college together, um, but there was a gap year where Amanda went to go live with her dad on the East Coast to another God, high school. God, don't guys do that. Don't move it, live with your dad the senior year of high school. Don't do that. It's a really <laughs> bad decision. I really regret it. Uh, one of the worst decisions I've made in my entire life. But, but I, I feel like I was there with you because I remember you telling me in such great detail that now I have false memories from this high school. <laughs> yeah. Like Aida. <laughs> you think you co-started Aida the musical yeah. when you were really doing like, I think it was Anything Goes that year. It was the year that our high school did it. Yeah. I think. Yep. Something like that. Anything goes. Tap dance. Tap dancing on a boat. Tap dancing. All right. On a boat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. We're uh, on our second episode. Thank you for coming back. Are you okay? Did you mean to? Well, we're glad you're here. Even if it was an accident. I'm okay with that. Exactly. If they decided to come back. I Um, hope it wasn't, though. (laughs) We're going to be talking to you today about... The America's Next Top Model premiere season, uh, episodes one and two, in the beginning of the entire series, Tyra's transition um, <laughs> into like fake Oprah, into Fopra. Yep. Janice Dickinson's lips. Um, Jay Manuel Elise. as a brunette. Yeah. And Elise, just the whole epic story Mm. of Elise Sewell and Mm. how my perspective on her as a 25-year-old is really different than mine when I was, like, at least two or three years ago. It's really strange watching her now. It is. Um, I feel like for her, it must be probably really jarring and really horrible to rewatch this. She does not come across very well. Are we just going to start or are we going to do social media first? We should probably do social media first. All right. Social yeah. media. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah. You, go first? you go ahead. So you can find me on Twitter and the Instagram as Loch Ness Manda. That's L-O-C-H as in the Loch Ness Monster um, because I am a monster in my own right. That's my personal Twitter and my Instagram. And you can also find me at uh, on Snapchat as Amanda Elizabeth. Um, 
Also, we have a brand new spanking shiny new Facebook page, which is <gasps> facebook.com slash. I know, I know you haven't looked at it yet, but it's Yay. best friends. Facebook.com backslash next top best friend. So you can find us there and please like us. And um, I guess maybe we'll do like response posts or something like that. We'll figure out what yeah. we're going to do on there. Like We are excited to interact with you guys and, and see where you guys want to go with that. And we're going to get a website and all that stuff soon. But And probably a Twitter and probably an Instagram. Yeah. But for now, just the Facebook page because <laughs> we're lazy and we're poor and... And we are and doing we this And we both our used diet. up our free trials on Squarespace. <laughs> well, I did. It's true. We'll get one. Hey, Squarespace, do you want to give us money instead and sponsor this podcast? <laughs> I guess not. Anyway, Hillary, where can they find you on the social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. And both of the handles are Hillary with two L's, O-U-S, one, two, three, pronounced hilarious, one, two, three. And please don't find me on any other social media platforms because I I reserve those for your friends. Yeah. Or lovers. Yeah. Whereas I'm like a Snapchat hoe and I love me some Snapchat. I love me some filters with my face looking like a fool. Well, I mean, I have pink hair, so that really helps, too. Yeah, Making- your hair, I can't believe I haven't commented on it. It looks amazing. Thanks, it's a wig. Well, yeah, but it still looks <laughs> fucking dope. Thanks, babe. Um, it, it's it's my, this is my weekend wig, is what I call it. I love when it. I wear pink hair, it's my, that's how you know it's the weekend. Girl, you've been looking yeah. good lately. I've gone on Thanks, your Facebook. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. See, guys, you guys come here and listen to this podcast for that reason too, right? Yeah, it's I for guess the compliments. I guess who, <laughs> whoever yeah. like records from their computer. Amanda recorded last time. She complimented the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm recording now, and you just feel the need to compliment. It's weird. It's so true. Like when you're in control of the podcast, you're like, oh man, I gotta schmooze. I gotta make this person <laughs> feel good. Like I really feel like the people who show up on this podcast who aren't the two of us, they're gonna leave here being like, my self esteem so high. What's going on? <laughs> I already told Megan we, when we have our special Vanderpump episode, as I know we will, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. She has to be on it. Cause she's got some strong opinions. Like, if we're going to do one special episode, maybe when we finally start doing something with this podcast, maybe we'll have bonus episodes for, you know, people who really, really are dedicated. Yeah. I hope everyone who listens to the podcast. Um, Maybe (laughs) we'll do, like, maybe we'll do, like, the Pride episode from last season's of Vanderpump Rules, because that's a great episode of television. Or we'll do, like, the Dinner Party from Hell, or we'll do all of Scary Island from New York York Housewives. So I believe in us. I do, too. I know, right? So positive. Okay. Anyway, are we are we moving into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. So this is the first episode of the entire show ever. Period. Um, and it is so retro looking. I mean, I've watched this show relatively recently, and I've seen episodes here and there, but I forgot how cheap and low budget it was. <laughs> It literally looks like somebody wiped Vaseline on the camera lens. It looked like someone walked up to the camera and just like swiped it over with ca- with Vaseline and was like, Tyra, step in front of this. You look great. Well said. Yeah. Um, Tyra really, really, like she's a gorgeous woman. There's nothing, I, I still think she wears too much makeup. And I've said this 
for years. I, I think she wears too much makeup, but she's really just a beautiful, beautiful woman. That first scene where she's like, I want to build a star. I'm like, oh, God, you're so... Beautiful. I know, her life-size days. Yeah, that was, like, the very, right after life-size, probably. Back when she was still trying to be, like, an actress and a singer, and, like, after the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ended... So they bring the 20 semifinalists to New York, which is hilarious to me because, like, I'm pretty sure in later seasons it's, like, 30 people, 36. It's, like, a lot of people that they bring to compete on this show. Right. But just 20 in episode one. Um, and, and then eight I, finalists is opposed just, to... No, it's 10. They, they only right. select eight out of those 20. Right. And then they decide to bring two more in, which we'll get to. Um, I have to be a little sentimental at this moment if you'll give me a chance um i got a little teary-eyed at the theme song because i was like can't believe hillary and i are actually making this podcast can't believe it i know Ah! i was so excited it was mostly about that that i was like like this song will have sentimental value for me for the rest of time (laughs) which is so tacky and i feel so bad because i also laugh while saying that because it's so cheesy god i hate me no i'm glad i'm glad we're like we followed through on something i'm glad i followed through on something (laughs) or what me too like knowing the two of us it's true (laughs) everything about this though looked so 2002 i know right (laughs) It, it was it was like the fashion i mean again we talked about last episode how everyone on this the current season cycle 23 knows how to contour knows how to dress and then you cut to like adrian who wears a spiked choker wire rim glasses not ironically and a bandana to a casting mm-hmm. to a casting mm. like like there's that one girl who shows up wearing those like horrible j-lo 2000 like rimless sunglasses that are also ombre like clear into pink yes. like i i i can't even describe how terrible they are but that's like when i think of of how horrible fashion was from 2002 to like <laughs> 2006 i so think of confused. those sunglasses i think of those sunglasses and i think of tight bell bottoms <laughs> like really tight like wide leg bell bottoms like oh god no 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 i really hope that like in like 50 years that our children aren't like remember how well they dressed in the early 2000s fuck that fuck that if my great 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 grandchildren try to pull that shit i swear to god (laughs) i don't know what i'll do i will come back from the grave i mean hopefully by that point i'll be immortal immortality is like a few years away yeah Uh yeah cryogenically frozen oh yeah definitely like right? walt disney or austin powers both <laughs> i just wanted to make an austin powers reference really um i also want to point out that tyra was wearing the ugliest ugliest like brown chocolate brown camel toey jumpsuit oh yes like, it, ha- it had camel toey it had sleeves. It just—it was just like all the only thing you could focus on was how big her hips looked and how like vagina vagina it was. I can't think of a better term. For that. I'm sorry. It just like her vagina was in my face. It was not a good look. No. You know who I no. miss? Who do you miss? Jay Dickinson. I miss her. She's the best. I think she's really addicted to drugs now, though. That's the sad thing. I think she's, like, having really bad addiction issues right now. She's addicted to what? 
No, I just said that I think she's addicted to something. She's addicted to, like, pills or something like that. That's just why I don't hear from her very often. Uh-huh. Wasn't she on Celebrity Rehab? Yeah. Yeah, and she got I'm in a fight sure. with, like, Farrah Abraham or something. I don't know. But she didn't. True. She's out of her <laughs> fucking mind. I heard recently in an interview, Janice was saying, um, did I already tell you this? That no. cover girl picks the winner? Oh, or- yeah, cover picks. Oh, yeah, I've known that for years. Ugh, I didn't. Exposed. definitely picked the winners. Like, definitely picked the winners, which is why we got Whitney. And it's why that we got Salisha. Like, which was interesting because, like, in my opinion, Salisha versus Chantal. Like, Chantal was cover girl. But, yeah, I felt like it was, like, cover girl was a secret underground fifth judge that nobody knew about. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so the first part of the episode has to do with all of the casting. It's like the first half of the episode is all casting. Um, I love casting week. It's always my favorite episode of the season by far because you just get to see, um, I always like to say like models in their prime, but not even that because the show doesn't really produce models. It's just like, you can see really pretty girls before they realize that actually how pretty they are. And Um, (laughs) you get to watch most of their dreams get crushed. Which is fucking the best part of the in the entire show is watching people's dreams get crushed. People with very little talent just get like smashed. Yeah, especially the people that are like, um, well, I'm from bumfuck nowhere. Um, didn't want to go to college, and you're just like, honey, go to college. You need a sob story. Yeah, you you're not gonna make it. No, like no, you're not gonna make it on that. Um, and a lot of the girls were unfortunately extremely extraordinarily average looking. Like there's a few models. There's a few models in there. Like Shannon, Shannon is is a supermodel. Shannon looks like Carmen Cat. Like Shannon always was a supermodel. She was um, my favorite that season, but like now Elise is my favorite. Elise is all I mean Elise was always built to be a supermodel. Like yeah, she yeah, was yeah. not she was so waif like she was so but so is Shannon. I didn't realize how thin she was till like he, until I saw that first season. I was like, oh, she was skinny, skinny, skinny. Yeah. Um. Yes, but Elise was so gorgeous, like next level pretty. And also, I forgot she was only twenty. I really thought that she was like twenty two, twenty three on her season. Like, Dude. if you had asked me, like a year or two ago, they're um, all so sad. young. The old also, ones are our age. Are young. Even the old ones are young. Like Ebony is twenty four. Which I was shocked by, but like I wrote a note in here. I was like, Ebony's 24, but she looks both 24 and 34. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like not a good thing if you're a model, but also a good thing. It's it's very interesting. Didn't Elise write a book? I don't know, but if she did, we girl. gotta get it. Definitely wrote a book, and she definitely um spent a lot of time on it, and she spent some time modeling in China. I remember that for a fact. And she had a live journal because I remember she, that was where she talked about her and her boyfriend who was like the drummer of the shins or something like that. That she got Shut arrested the for domestic violence against. Yeah, that guy that, who came to visit her was like was in the shins. <gasps> really? Yes. Yes. I'm looking it up right now. So on Jezebel, top model Lou, Elise Sewell and her dorky male rock boyfriend arrested for domestic violence. Um, and this was uh, almost... A decade ago, on January 6, 2008, and her ex-boyfriend, Marty Crandall, who was the keyboardist of the Shins, where they got arrested um, for domestic violence. And they were both drunk and in Sacramento. And yeah, and basically, he's an abuser and she's not. 
And that's on Just Bell, which is the, the comment section is really sad now because Hulk Hogan, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, so that was what happened. And I forgot, I th- but I'm pretty sure she wrote a book about her time on Top Model. And it never came out in the US. It only came out in China. And it spilled all the good tea about what happened. Yeah, and also her live journal did the same thing, but she also stopped updating it right quickly after her tenure. Along with everyone else that had a live journal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you know what was most shocking to me? Smoking what? inside. Smoking inside. Oh my god. 2000s. We miss it's you. early 2000s. In the apartment, and, and Robin, like, got mad at Adrian because she was smoking with yeah. what's-her-name Tessa. I have so many notes on casting, I forgot. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell like, me. Like, Katie, like, Katie, Katie, Katie Cleary. Okay, so you know how, like, modern-day lip liner is, like, really a really dark lip liner and then, like, a, a neutral, like, ombre kind of effect into, like, a lighter color on the inside? She's wearing, like, full-on brown lip liner and then beige, like, glossy lip gloss. Ugh. That's very 2000s. <laughs> it's so 2002. And then on top of that, Adrian's also wearing like pastel lipstick. Oh, yeah. I think Adrian is so beautiful. And I think that she's so pretty. I don't think Adrian is a model. And this is why she, why, even though she won this series, why she didn't have a career is she's got a lot, a lot of things where I'm like, you just needed to be refined in a way that you probably never could be. Her nervous laugh. The <laughs> if she wasn't thing, stoned the entire time she was on there, so I'm concerned. She, I, like, I really hope she was stoned because otherwise she was just annoying. And take it from someone who loves Jay and Silent Bob, um, Shannon. Because we're going if we, as long as we go over top three. If we talk about Elise, we talk about Adrian, we got to talk about this Shannon. is Shannon. <laughs> I'm smiling guys, really wide. Yeah, I was gonna say because you can't see that over over the video that we just saw, but Hillary just made basically like a the biggest demon smile that you can. Um, it's like the smile that comes out of a robot learning how to emit feelings. <laughs> I also forgot that she shows up wearing like this business lady dress. It's purple and has like a big collar. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's just like it's got this big collar. It's Ooh, purple. It goes yeah. to the knee. Goes past the knee. So she like this girl's eighteen years old. She's eighteen years old. and She's managed to make herself look forty five, and it's she's amazing. A virgin, very Christian. She she's wearing what I wore to my bat mitzvah ceremony when I was thirteen. Yeah, yeah it's the outfit that you wear when you're thirteen. You you're trying to be an adult. Um, it's also weird that they ask her about being a virgin during casting. That doesn't go down right. It, yeah, it makes me feel weird. It makes me really itchy. It's like, that's literally none of your business whether or not she's had sex. Like, like I know she's a model, and I know that bodily agency is not really a thing when you're a model, but, like, it was not a good look for them. And I, like, yuck. There's, um, there's a lot of stuff, and I took notes on it, a lot of stuff that happens in this first season that would not be okay now. Would never fly. The whole religion conversation that they have would never happen in later seasons oh my god no. never happen i don't think that's i even wrote, i think i wrote in my notes i think i wrote that's the first time and only time in modern reality television history that i've seen them talk about religion on that level ever on reality tv like reality tv and religion really don't go hand in hand i feel and this season is the only season that i've seen like it's the christian versus the atheist it's like a deep episode for a modeling yeah. competition, you know? 
a lot of the like I theme. didn't realize that how hard a lot of these episodes hit. Um, yeah, I love the fact that these girls again. We talked about how young they are. Like Justine, do you remember Justine from casting? No, she would have gotten cast if this this show was like maybe like two or three years later. She probably would have gotten cast. Um, she was super hyper confident. She kept being like, "These girls are all bitches. Like I hate them all." She was gorgeous, like. St- stunningly beautiful and she hates everyone she's always like i killed it it was amazing whatever <gasps> wait wait yes yes yeah yeah yep. like i completely forgot about her because she was a non-factor she's making the show but now like i watched it today and i was like no they should have cast her she would have made for amazing television they really missed out on having like that that girl who's so overconfident in her looks it was like the beginning of rea- reality tv so they didn't realize no the psychos were gonna be the ones to cast. Really different. I think that's the reason why this season is so real because it's really it's really based in truth in the arguments that you have on television. It feels more like a season of the real world and less like some sanitized version of reality television that we're used to watching. Yeah. I think she's the first person in reality TV history to say I'm not here to make friends. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure she says it in the first episode. Kizzy does? Uh, yeah, and I'm almost 100% I love her. Person. Best part of season yeah, one. Not a bottle, but a great person. Yeah, not a bottle. Just looked like Tyra. Um, <laughs> and she was gorgeous, and I loved her, but I'm pretty sure she's the first person on reality TV ever to say, I'm not here to make friends, which is great for her. She should get a prize. Robin. Robin is Robin is our age. Robin is, Robin is our age. Robin is charming. That's the worst part. When you watch her in casting... Like, she's really, she comes across really well, even though she's, like, crazy and narcissistic and, and, and disruptive and all of that stuff. She comes across, like, she's the kind of girl that really could get cast. She's likable in front of the judges. And I know she's out of her mind, but she has these just quick one-liners where she's like, oh, and I'm a Southern Belle in pageants. Miss Soybean. She dubbed Miss J and Mr. J. She did. Yeah, Mr. Welcome, J. Mr. J. Mr. J. Mr. J. I'm glad we both just sh- we wiggled our tits out and just went, Mr. J. Because that's what that's a controversy that comes on later in the season is whether or not Robin shook her boobs at Mr. J. We'll get um, to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, but she definitely dubbed Mr. J and Mrs. J, which is my favorite thing in the world. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so after the end of casting, we settle on eight finalists, which means instead of the 10 girls that Tyra had announced earlier, we're just down to eight. So our finalists are, they're Nicole, Robin, Kissy, Elise, Katie, Ebony, who gave us gift history in that, in that where she's like pretending to cry and then she like turns into a model and like walks away. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I died when I saw that. I was I laughing so that happened. hard. I, I like basically screamed but and then, clapped. And then she yeah. actually does cry. Yeah, then she cries again. It's amazing. She cries so much, which is amazing. Um, and then Adrian and Shannon. And um, I, my, I have a note that says, Justine, you'll be fine. Look at where Adrian is now. Okay, no, Adrian, I'm I'm not making fun of you. Please come on this podcast. I really hope you come on this podcast because this would be better with you. Um, But I do want to talk about My Fair Brady for a second. I think we have to. I think we got to talk about My Fair Brady. I think not to talk about My Fair Brady would be unfair to this entire show. My Fair Brady 
was the show that Adrienne Curry starred on after she did the surreal life with her boyfriend turned fiance Christopher Knight, who was Bobby Brady, right? I Ooh, think I th- I can't. Remember. I thought Greg for some reason. No, it's Bobby he, Brady. Okay, you would be. He's definitely the youngest Brady. Yeah. No. Wait. No, I lied. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'm looking it up, guys. I'm sorry. Forgive Peter. Peter. Middle brother. Peter. When you said right. Bobby, I was thinking of the middle Brady anyway. So you were still yeah. right. But it, with Christopher Knight, who's Peter Brady, aka the middle Brady, and they fell in love on a reality show, and then they got married on a reality show, and then they got divorced. Not on a reality show, but still got divorced. Because that's what happens when the cameras turn off and you have to spend real time together. It's true. So there's that. And um, now Adrian like cosplays and does YouTube videos and which is great for her. And I hope she's successful in that. I love being able to catch up on where these people are now. Yeah, that's going to be an entire episode. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're back at the house in season one and every, all the girls are running into the house. Um, so it's the house. The rooms are location themed. Tokyo, Paris, Milan and Miami, which is considered to be the worst room, which yeah. is <laughs> because, because it's true. Because Miami and Adrian's fuck. like, nobody wants this room. I'm just fucking happy to be here. I'll take fucking I'm, Miami. Which is which is the reason I love Adrian. Exactly. Adrian's like my, she's yeah. the best. She's the, com- the comic relief of this season, and she's still really great. I can't help it. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um. Oh, my and next then where is, does where do the all the Bible thumpers take one room they together? All in, they all live in Milan. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Kizzy, all, the Shannon, Bible. and Robin. Yep, and Shannon puts up a picture of this model, Brad, that she sees in Cosmopolitan magazine, and that Brad model will come up later in the season. You know the producers Uh, were like, oh good, he's not working, he's not a real model, and we can totally get him on this. Exactly. Um, My favorite thing was, and I knew that you were going to have a reaction when I pointed this out, and I waited to mention this, is when Tyra comes in and goes, hey guys, how do you like your new apartment? It's located right near Times Square! Oh my god. <laughs> you mean Times the Hellmouth? Tell Times Square is the death circle. It's literally Hellmouth from Buffy. It is. It is the no. Buffy Hellmouth. Oh god. Oh my god. You know Joey, my old. Oh, when I lived at that. Yes, in, I know Joey. Center. He he's moving to um, the Inwood, the New Harlem Inwood. But he yeah. used to live in Hell's Kitchen. And every time I would go to visit him, I was like, oh, I'm going to die. Oh God, I'm, I'm going to die. Straight up, like, one time I went to a bottomless brunch in Hell's Kitchen with my ex-boyfriend, and I have never been full of, so full of anxiety. I took a $50 cab home because <laughs> we got so lost. My phone died in the middle of Times Square. I have never... I I can't be there. I don't go above I don't go above 34th Street in the first place because I'm I'm a New Yorker and I live in Brooklyn. Um, but I really yeah I'm a snob. What can I say? I don't like all the people who live in 130 something Street. No, thank you. I was at 148th and Broadway. (laughs) Yeah, I'm never going that far. Don't (laughs) ever in my life. It sounds terrible. Um, yeah, but I I really I don't go that far up uptown i really try to avoid it and i'm gonna have to this week because my mom is coming into town and we're gonna go see kinky boots Yay! So, i know i'm so excited i'm That's really excited fun. to see you both have you seen I'm any shows to- since you've been there 
Um, we saw Chris Gethard. Okay. Chris oh, Gethard's yeah, uh, show this week, which was amazing and really hilarious and and um really on point about depression, um which is a, a topic that I find really hard to discuss. Um, but I think that it was really good and really really poignant. Um, my goal this year is to see more theater because the only show I thought I saw in the last year was an American in Paris. I heard if you're Just, not a dancer, you don't like it. It that's exactly right. I really didn't like it because I'm not a dancer and I don't really care. Same. Like that's the way I see about it is I just didn't really give a shit. Um, yeah, <gasps> you should, you should see, uh, when I visited in October, um, well, I saw Hamilton, <laughs> but I was, I know, I know, I know. I'm glad you yelled at me. Um, you hey, should see, you Oh, hello. Oh no, we're trying. It closes in two weeks. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. It closes like the 15th. I'm pretty sure. So we're trying. They're going to save all the best guests because they have a celebrity was, guest yeah. every until that the was going to be Devin's Christmas gift to me was tickets to Oh Hello, but we couldn't make it work. Aww. So I know, right? Nice thought. Which sucks. You tried. You tried. <laughs> um. Anyway, so anyway, so back at the house, <laughs> back at back at Times Square, <laughs> we just went on a random how terrible time. <laughs> back at Times Square. The girls find the other two beds for the other girls. Elise finds it underneath her bed. And she's like, oh, I'm so happy there's only eight of us. Whatever. And they're like, oh, there's beds for our boyfriends. Yes. Slutty. Oh, sexy. Oh, yeah. You're right. And that's when Tyra brings in Giselle and, and Tessa. And if you don't uh, remember Giselle, there is a mole on the bridge of her nose. And there I you go. You're picturing her. You got it. That's it. Um. Anyway, so... So Tyra basically explains to the ladies the entire process of the show. Like, you're going to go through challenges. You're going to go through a photo shoot every week. You're going to go through, through judging, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this year's prizes are a contract with Revlon, a contract with Marie Claire magazine, which really bothers me. It's not Marie Claire. It's Mary Claire, which drives me crazy. It should be Marie Claire. That's the way it's fucking spelled. But apparently it's Mary Claire. Oh, I'm welcome. I didn't know that. I think you've told me that before, but I forgot yeah, it. Yeah, it's a thing that I learned from Heidi Klum watching Project Runway was that it's apparently Mary Claire. It's not Marie Claire. But you get a photo shoot and a contract with, with Mary Claire magazine and also a Wilhelmina contract who comes back and becomes a sponsor later on. And then for some reason, I linked myself to all of the America's Next Top Model sponsors. Not sure why I did that. Not sure why. But it's weird because they had the same sponsor for like 15 seasons and then Nine West comes on and then Guest comes on and then VH1 comes on. It's very strange. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, my next note is smoking in the house. Smoking in the house is lame. I can't believe they let this happen. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. You took notes in chronological order. Whereas oh, yeah. I took notes for the first two episodes and then I finished the whole series. Or oh my god, imagine I finished the whole season. So Amanda, um, if it sounds like Amanda is going into more detail and I'm commenting on it, it's because, it's because she is and I am. <laughs> yep, that's what's happening. Um, I'm sorry to be dominating this entire podcast. This is, it's it's pretty much what's no, what no, about. it's great, and you're it's like I'm watching it all over again. It's true. So then the personal trainer shows up 
And this is what John the trainer, John the trainer, John the trainer, and they only do it for like two seasons. And I'm pretty sure. another thing that would not happen in 2016: him weighing all the girls in like in front of them. in front, in of, front of, of everyone, and then like Elise going up there being emaciated, 115 pounds, and him going, "Good girl." Do you want to know the worst part? So, like, you know what a BMI is? A body mass index. Yes. It's basically like how fat you are and how much body fat you have. Um, and so I did, I did all the math on what Elise's body weight is oh, and no. what her uh, body mass is. Yeah, of course I did because I have too much time on my hands. What is um, it? Elise is 16. And the average I think is like, she's like on the, the, the high end of underweight. She's on the high like end of eight, underweight? Of under eight. 18 is, is like, it's, it's like 18 to 24 standard. Whoa. Yeah. And yeah. And Robbins is twenty three point seven. My BMI is eighteen point or nineteen point nine. I'm gonna do like mine that. after this. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I'm really tired of re- uh, bikini waxes on reality TV. I get it. We hurt. It hurts. Oh like God. we do it all the time. Of every housewives has one season where somebody gets all their their body hair waxed off, and we're forced <laughs> to sit through it every season. And I'm over it. I'm tired of it. Which Which Real Housewives does that? Uh, Rinna did it last season on, on Beverly Hills. Oof. But they've definitely had discussions about pubic hair on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, at least, because, like, that was when we found out that Harry Hamlin's into a Harry Bush. <laughs> that makes me like him. Yeah. I love <laughs> that makes so me much. like him even more. <laughs> I, like, I was telling, I was telling Devin earlier, I was like, I was like, you know who's really hot? Harry Hamlin. Like, like, Harry Hamlin is still really attractive to me. And I also love the fact that him and Lisa Rinna refer to themselves as Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin. Um, and not, like, Lisa and Harry. Yeah. Because that's the way a couple should work. It's great. That's right. That's right. My sidebar, the, the whole point of that Lisa Rinna rant was basically that um, Giselle, <laughs> she thinks that she deserves to be a supermodel because she got a bikini wax. It's actually she's something she said. She goes, I should become a supermodel because I got a bikini wax. And it's like, girl. She's a brat. But, like, also, she's 18. So Mm -hmm. I forget how young these girls are. Okay, what happens after the waxes? They get the note, the Tyra mail for the photo shoot. Because this is when they're actually still having, like, real sponsors for this show. I mean, Australia's Next Time Model still has photo shoots that are real photo shoots with real people. Like, they're like, oh, star in this ad for Colgate. And I started like, watching yes. it. It's so good. I started with season four because I, my America's Next Top Model that season Demelza four season? is my favorite season. So yeah. that's where I'm going to start. It's with- That was Demelza? Yep. In Belinda. Demelza is actually the least successful winner of that show. You like if you had Demelza wins, you little witch. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Um, season cycle three of that season is actually really of that show is really good. Um, with Alice because Alice goes on to actually have a high fashion career. Well, now Uh, I know who wins it. Sorry, (laughs) I'm not good at that. I'm not good, and I've been drinking champagne all day long, and I'm just not good. That sounds good. That's fine. I don't care that much. I'm making bellinis for Seco. Okay. Um, and then they they're going to the shoot, and Robin takes so long to get ready. She holds up all the Christians. Holds up everyone, and poor Kissy's sitting there like waiting, and like has been ready on time, and like didn't go down. And it's like you should have gone. Every girl really for like, themselves. Yeah, let like throw Robin under the bus. She's not like if she's so so good of a Christian, she'll forgive you for that shit. 
Exactly. And then they show up to the roof mm-hmm. and um, Tyra, like, obviously chastises them. Calls them out. Rightly so. And then she says, I took a note of this, so I remember. Oh, she happy. tells them to smize before she has come up with the word smize. But she tells them, you need to just have energy coming out of your eyes. And then she does it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, girl, you're going to have oh, a girl, word for smizing. that soon. Mm, Ooh, you don't even know what go- you've done. Yes, honey. Yes. I love the, it's it's so the photo shoot is on a rooftop um and it's freezing. It's like the middle of winter. It's December. It's like New York is right now. Um and it's freezing and I wrote general assessments of every girl on the on mm-hmm. their modeling skills. Good. Which was Tessa needs to learn how to model. Robin looks like she's sitting on a toilet. Elise basically freezes to death because she's so thin. <laughs> and Giselle goes for it and is wonderfully bitchy. Ebony is gorgeous, but didn't really move. Katie can't model. Neither can Shannon. Kissy's got a rockin' bod and is a natural model. And the girl who was in charge of the shoot is wonderfully bitchy. And dressed to the nines. Bell bottoms, faux fur, Mm -hmm. vintage 70s jacket. And she keeps turning to the photographer and going, no, we don't have the shot. But she can't get it. We're done. Yeah. I think where's when she goes, they did great. Despite the circumstances. <laughs> it's like, whoa, you bitch! She's Ooh, so bitchy. bitchy. I'm glad you I noticed that. Her. I wonder what she's doing now. I hope she's running shit. <laughs> I hope she's running, like, a magazine right now. Because she's a queen, and I love her. And we should get her to be on the show. So then, they all go to dinner. And Elise is, a quote, dragged out of the atheism closet. Which is an exact quote from what that's something she actually said. And I was like... <sighs> That if that offends Kissy and 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 Robin and Shannon because they're super Christian and they're so offended by the fact that she doesn't believe in God and to the point where even Robin feels bad for her, which I think is hysterical. I think it only really offends Robin in that Kissy and Shannon like don't just go along with read. it. It's because Robin's older than than all of them, so she's deciding that she's going to be the parent, which means that she thinks that she gets. The Holy Grail or Holy Ground or whatever. I don't yeah. know what she's talking about. Um, yeah. So then we move on to judging, which is amazing. And I love judging. <laughs> the highlight uh, of this entire judging ceremony is Katie's denim jumpsuit. Oh, my God. I wrote the same notes. Thank you. So, yeah. So the judges this season, we get perfection. Janice Dixon, who we who you mm-hmm. we have already talked about as being wonderful, and we love her. And, and we should do bonus episodes on JDMA. Yes, we should. Um, and Bo Quinlan, who is like still relatively famous, I think he still shows up and does things on TV. Like he'll show up in like Drag Race ever so often. I'm pretty sure. And then also Kamora Lee, head of Baby Fat magazine. I think Kamora is too pretty for. All of us. She, <laughs> I didn't realize how gorgeous she was when she was younger. They showed both her and Janice's um, modeling really? pictures, and I was just like sitting there in awe of their yes. beauty. I agree. And there's Tyra. Fake freckle Tyra. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we go through the photo shoots. Katie like hooks her thumbs in her, the bottoms of her, her mm. swimsuit. 
And that offends Janice. But Tyra's even more offended because Tyra's like, well, I was on the cover of Swim Illustrated with my thumbs hooked in my bathing suit. Yeah, and Tyra's offended. She- Janice is offended. Everyone is offended. Kissy looks amazing. And that's her second shot, oh, which is great. Yes. And I love the fact that she just keeps going like, that is so beautiful. I promise. It's so beautiful. I promise. And I'm like, girl, what you promising? <laughs> Adrian loves her pictures. No one really else does. Um, Ebony's picture's okay. I personally wish it was better. Um, it's just her, like, looking off into the distance in three-quarter profile. It's nothing interesting. She doesn't really... She just kind of stood there. I love that somebody described Giselle as, in person, not my favorite. My favorite part of this season's judging is that they, they talk about these girls like they're not in front of them. <laughs> I know. They're they so forgot rude. they had to be compassionate and then yeah. realized how horrible they looked. No one really gets a positive, positive review and everyone just gets annihilated for shit, like, in front of their face. I really hated Shannon's picture. Stink face. Yeah, she's making a stink face. She really is. Tessa doesn't like to be naked and Janice takes so much offense to that, too. Also, Tessa, I literally forgot she existed. I bet we because could get her on the podcast. She gets eliminated first. So that's why we don't care about her. Um, and she doesn't like to be naked, which is like... There's a lot of uh, careers out there. You picked one that includes nudity. Maybe... Also, like, she says her her intro, she's like, I'm a hostess in Chicago. I'm like, girl, you already got a pretty girl job. <sighs> like, as a maitre d' and a hostess, I get it. <laughs> you already got a pretty girl job. You're going to be fine. Robin or Janice thinks Robin's too too fat. As much as I love Rob or love Janice, I kind of disagree with her viewpoint on plus size models. Um, and I always have. She seems to be really like like no, they're not a thing. That's stupid. Um, she's of another era. Like we've been proven with Ashley Graham and a lot of other plus size models that we can they can work and they can do very well. Um, I just think that she is too harsh. She's harsh on Robin in a way that she shouldn't be because there's other things about Robin that make her not a model. And like her age. Thing, her age. Her pageantry. Also, she's not a plus size model. You know what Robin is? She's average sized because she's like if Robin gained 20 pounds, maybe she'd be a plus size model. Right. But she's not because she's too small on and top and too, and too like in, in wide hipped. So that's my point. But Quillian thinks that Elise is too thin, and I agree. You can't like, find jeans that fit. You're too thin. So yeah, so we're at the end of episode one. So we're at eliminations, and moving on is Ebony, Elise, Kissy, Adrian, Nicole, Katie, Giselle, Robin, and then we have Shannon and Tessa as the final two. Uh, my main point is that we when did Tyra start start eliminating or start lecturing them during elimination because she didn't do it in the episode what do you mean like when she starts being like Shannon oh like why they're in the bottom two she didn't yeah, do it in the no. first one no not at all she just goes Shannon I don't know did she do it in the second they, one I, I don't remember but I don't think so but then they use this like wonderfully terrible like public domain Simon and Garfunkel song. It's like I wrote down their plane yeah. Simon and Garfunkel's New York. 
as Tessa's goodbye song. Like, how horrible. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. It's like, New York, New York, we love you. You're a beautiful city. Just yeah, play, no. like, outro exterior shot music. That's kind of sad. Like, da na 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 It's like, don't have I think to they play just Simon guitar music later on. They no, made it, like, it's... ten times more depressing, this poor girl. <laughs> right? It's so sad. How was your weekend? It was great. What'd you I do? Mean, work. Oh. Um, I worked, and then I... I did nothing, and I'm going to pour the rest of my Prosecco into this glass, because I've mostly drank most of this bottle, and I don't care what I do, because I'm an adult. Oh, yes. Did you work today? Yeah. No. I go back to work tomorrow. Yes. Oh, my weekends are Sunday and Monday, which is the best. That's nice. Um, okay. So, in episode two, the girls are crazy, <laughs> and this is when we begin to see Elise's, like terrible attitude come out because <laughs> she's really terrible she really is um kind of self-absorbed really narcissistic um like like keep saying i know i'm smarter than everyone here and it's like girl like that's not that's <laughs> that's not a thing that you say out loud um so basically the first challenge is that they're expected to be somewhere at 11 a.m they all freak out it's 11 a.m even if you're taking the subway, you don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to get up to leave until like ten fifteen. You're gonna be fine. Don't guys, don't all panic. Uh, Ebony is wearing another really two thousand two outfit, which is amazing. It's like she's wearing suede high heel boots that go up like to the knee, and then like a tulle skirt <laughs> and like this really ugly top. And it's it's just too much. I had to write a note about it because it was so ugly. I love the fact that Elise calls herself an academic on top of that. Oh God! I and I'm know. like, it's like you. Why are you saying you apply to medical school when you're 20 years old? Exactly. You're 20. You're undergrad. Literally an undergrad. You're you're in your sophomore year of college, at most. You don't apply for grad for medical school until midway through your senior school senior year. Oh, I'm looking at my notes. Season two is Elise's breakdown. Episode two is, yeah. Is, I didn't know it was that early in the season is when she goes on that r- epic rant about, like, everyone in the house. It's, like, <laughs> right away. Right away. She starts flipping out and being like, eliminate me. Get me out of here because she can't handle it. Um, and then Elise calls Robin, or I'm sorry, Robin calls Elise over to read Bible verses. <laughs> this is so ballsy. This is this is next level amazing. Right? When she's so basically Robin finds finds a Bible verse that's like fool is something. Or Foolish fool is, is the man who doesn't or who denies God or like doesn't believe denies in God. It, yeah doesn't believe in God something like that. And it's it's so condescending. It's so rude. It's so harsh. And yet Robin's like Elise, come over here. Come read this, please. That's exactly what she does. She goes, please. Robin is 26 years old. And so I want to bring up a point. My next note is really about a point that I really want to bring up because it happens a lot in this show. And I feel like we're going to talk about it a a lot. But it happens a lot in this episode primarily, which is the term Frankenbiting. Do you know what that is? No. So Frankenbiting is when they take a clip of someone on a reality TV show saying something and use it in the context that they didn't say it in. 
So that clip of, of oh. saying she's saying I'm a militant atheist. You see her you see her say that. You see her in a talking head say that once. But they keep they they use that clip of her saying it. Like, I noticed through, that. And so a Frankenbite is typically if they show a scene where someone's talking over it but they're not on camera saying it. Mm-hmm. It's almost always something being used out of context. Damn it. I fucking knew it. Because that happens yes. so much. I mean, you and I both watch a lot of reality shows. And yep. anytime they're showing the crowd or whoever's not speaking, and yep. it sounds kind of off because it doesn't sound yep. like the same volume as previous dialogue in the scene. I'm always like, did they dub that in later? But okay, they that's did. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Called Frankenbiting is a totally a thing. Thank you, Charlene Joy, for The Bachelor for giving me that term. Um, you are a goddess. Please come on this podcast. I would love to hear your opinions, opinions on the show. Um, but yeah, so Frankenbiting, and it's really obvious in this season apparently because it's so low budget that they can't even bother to like make some Frankenbite sound like they're at least happening. They get better as the show goes on, but a lot of Tyra's Frankenbites. A lot of that stuff is all the scenes where, where they're like, oh, at the makeovers, especially where the like Tyra's speaking, but they're panning over the girls. It's like this sounds like a, a recording over. It just sounds like one. So anyway, so that happens. All of that stuff happens with Elise, and they go to do some runway. Yay! Woo! They call it a fashion show instead of calling it runway, which and Tyra has to correct them which i think is hilarious <laughs> i hope to never get corrected by tyra banks in really my life I, I mean i got a lot of things going on but i really hope nothing has to do with tyra banks lecturing me about anything um and this is the first appearance of miss J, regular miss J. J alexander Ugh, wearing no pants and having better legs than all the girls there but having better legs than me um like i don't ugh. know about that definitely better legs I've- than me you've got some good legs I do. My legs are more than like 75% of my body. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's in my Tinder profile. You can ask all the guys swiping right on me at this current moment if that's true. Oh, speaking of Tinder, um, Tinder. Amanda, before, before we started, um, before we started recording, she asked me if I knew what the league was. And I thought she was talking about the FX show. And. <laughs> She dropped that her and her boyfriend are in an open relationship, and she – what is it? What did you say it the was? The League. So the League is basically like Raya for poor people. Um, copyright. It's invite only. Yeah, copyright Hillary Sussman. It's this app where basically like you have to be of certain note to get on there, and you only get a, a batch of like four or five people a day that you can swipe through. Wait, and so – I was an early adopter, so whatever. What are the – what achievements did you have to hit to – You have to – you definitely have to go to college and you have, definitely have to have like a good job. Oh, you have to be like a successful person. Kind of. But I'm not a successful person and well, I'm you have it. to be – you can't wear like camo and go hunting with your no. dad on the weekend. no. You have to be like a good ass dude to be on it. Like you gotta like be legit. But I don't want to date a banker that does a bunch of cocaine and murders me. I do, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's it's more so like like you can get like normal dudes who like listen to comedy bang bang and go to BAM and you know do all the normal things that you care about. It's like okay. I can't describe the league to you because I've been on it for so long. But basically you get batches, everyone seems really nice, and then it's not hinge, which is the scarier one in my opinion. Oh yeah. I 
<laughs> no, 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 I can't say that. <laughs> um, Hillary went out with a guy from, from Hinge who went to Juilliard a few times. Just because he went to Juilliard. Just because he went to Juilliard. <laughs> just, I mean, again, how many Canadians have I gone out with from Tinder because they're Canadian? Ooh, many. Oh, Amanda. Um, When I, I spent um the... What is that? It's my it's the stand that my microphone goes oh. on. <laughs> she was rubbing it on her face. Um, when I was in Seattle for the summer, I met Canadians, and I said, um, "Oh my god!" As soon as they said they were Canadian, I was like, "I love Degrassi," and they were like, <laughs> "They were like, fuck that show! Like we hate that show." You were like, "Die in a fire, please!" Yeah, I and I was you. like, "Okay, this conversation's over." Devin doesn't understand why I love Drake so much. And I'm like, because oh he's Canadian. And Jimmy. Jewish. And he's wheelchair Jimmy. Ugh. So what's the problem? God. Okay. Anyway, episode two. Where are we? So Miss J shows up. That's literally where we are. We're at Miss J showing up. Um, but she's not Miss J yet. She's just J Alexander. Mm-hmm. Ira does her weird, arrogant thing where she shows them how a runway is meant to be properly walked. Mm. <laughs> runway is silent theater is what she says runway is silent theater there's so much to unpack with that sentence runway is skinny girls walking unless they're kendall jenner who's a terrible walker oh is she her walk is so bad and it's like like even chris jenner couldn't buy her a better walk <laughs> that's how bad it is I you know what's it bad there okay we'll let you guys all google kendall jenner Walking. And the Chanel runway. And you guys are going to be like, ugh, it's terrible. And be like, yeah, I know. But none of the girls this season can walk anyway. Like, Shannon legitimately walks with her mouth open. And oh, I hate that. It. I hate that. She walks like. Because <sighs> she thinks it's sexy, but it's yeah. everything but. Like, look how sexy I am with my mouth open. No. Giselle has a terrible walk. Ebony has a terrible walk. Adrian learns quickly. Elise has a naturally great walk. And that's because it's like, when you look like Elise does, you don't have to try when you walk. Right. You can just, you can have a naturally, like, kind of shitty walk and get away with it. Yeah. Because um, she's a hanger, so the clothes are going to look good. Literally. And that's what Jay says about her. It's like, she's she's way thin. She's going to look amazing in clothes. Um, I love the part where Jay asks them what they want to do when they grow up. Because <laughs> Jay's like, my boyfriend's a doctor. You sure you want to be a doctor? And Lisa's like, I want to be a doctor. And everyone's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he goes, that's hard. And then later on in her rant, she's like, you Jay! offended me when you told me it was hard. I know it's hard. You're, to be fair to him, you're in undergrad. You haven't started medical school. And Ebony was like, I'm a comedian. I'm like, you've taken one <laughs> class at the UCB. Right? That's what I imagined. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> and then all the girls go um, after the runway show and they go eat a fucking ton of pizza and eat really poorly because they're supermodels. And then they're all like, Elise, why are you eating oatmeal? oatmeal. And it's like, she's a fucking model. An actual supermodel. Like, actually trying to be at work as a model. And that's what she's allowed to eat because you guys shouldn't be eating pizza. Yeah, she's not on the UPN with you motherfuckers. She's already thinking about her modeling contract in Japan. She doesn't have time. No. But then they all go home and they practice on the catwalk they have in their living room because up until a certain season, I forget what it was, like, they always managed to have 
a catwalk in the house. I feel like it's like the British invasion that they stopped having it in the house when Kelly Catrone took over. Oh my god. I forgot about Kelly Catrone. We're going to get there in like two years and it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm so mad the entire time. My favorite though is that Elise, Elise's me. tantrum, Elise's rant is entirely based off of her doing poorly in the challenge. She's just like, I've never done so badly in anything in my life. Girl. And she girl. did well, didn't she? And she did well. She did relatively well. But she just is so upset that she keeps ranting about how terrible everyone in the house is. That's what it is. And she's like us put in a house with only psychos and she slowly is losing her mind. And she so she's like, I'm better than all of you, but why am I not doing better than all of you? Right. But little it's does amazing. she know she is. Yeah. Even when the girls tell her, they're like, no, you did amazing. And she's like, no, I want to go home. She's that girl, though. It's like, it's like, no one wants to be around the girl who complains until she's winning. So the next day they have a fashion show. The prize is basically meeting with Wycliffe Jean before he stole all the money from Haiti and did not decide to give it to Lauren Hill to make sure that she didn't go to jail for bankruptcy. Yeah, I said it! I went there! I can't this take is an podcast! I love your footnotes. My, I fucking love them. Keep going. In case you're wondering, Wyclef Jean is accused of stealing a bunch of money from Haiti. And then why, And then Lauren Hill went to jail for like tax evasion or something like that. That was the link of that. Anyway, <laughs> he was the prize. He was the prize, and I can't see that being much of a prize. Um, the show is so low budge. Uh, so but it's low better than taking a selfie with Zendaya. Um, but it's better the majority of the later seasons of the show. They still get to go hang out in Brooklyn with somebody who's someone of note. Um, so the runway show is kind of a nightmare. Robin is late for the runway every single time. And it's like, Robin, you would get fired. So would Shannon for not wearing the shirt where she needs to, like, hook it or, like, oh, hold it yeah. open. Yeah, leave it open. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want my tits to show. Yeah, and, jo- <laughs> and Jay's like, well, there's a way you can wear that. Elise thinks the dress she's wearing is ugly, whereas I I'm know. like, that dress is so It's cute. like a pink baby doll buttoned up to the top. It's super cute. It's it would cute be dress. sold at Anthropology, please. Yes! It would sell for $500 in Anthropology. Back in the car, Elite Adrian keeps quoting Jane and Bob, as I said earlier. Oh, yeah. And oh, God. she's getting really upset. And then <laughs> that prompts us to Elise's epic speech about everyone in the house which was oh in which she comes across massively unlikable actually she's really terrible where she's like katie you're superficial and you're the worst person i've ever met oh yeah no she, she goes katie fine. is the fakest person i've ever met and i was like confirmed because i had a sneaking suspicion so I'm going to go into Katie in a few minutes. Okay, the end of the okay go ahead. Finish her rant. Stuff happened to Katie. Um, and, but like, but Elise, like, I like her, but she's, she's likable in that unlikable way. Where like, I never want to be around you because I bet you're super pretentious, but like, you make some points. And I loved that two seconds after she's talking about Adrian not, not interrupting her. She's reading the, hold on. I want you, can you talk and like, pretend like you're reading Tyra Mail? Okay. Okay, you're going to be Shannon, and I'm yeah. going to be Elise? Okay. Yeah. Tyra Mail. Girls, be ready at 7. in the morning! And then she gives her the death stare. The and death Shannon's stare. like, oh, I'm sorry. 
It's amazing. It is amazing. There's two amazing moments this episode, and that is number one. And number two is, I'm sure we're getting to it. Is it when Wycliffe sings to the camera? (laughs) That's number three. Number two (laughs) is when Robin makes them all join hands. He looks at the camera. Ebony, the look Ebony gives the camera, just like <laughs> eyes roll to the back of her head. <laughs> yeah. She's like giving yeah. us the look that we're all thinking. Would we, okay. They have a photo shoot the next morning at 730 in the morning. Um, Robin runs downstairs to let the ladies who are about to go meet with Wyclef know. It's a whole drama thing because Ebony's like, I wouldn't have told them. They went on a challenge. They deserve not to know. And it's, I get where she's coming from. It's like, yeah, you're being competitive. You're not being competitive in a good way. You're being competitive in a way that's combative and, like, and unnecessary, and I want you to calm down. Right, and they're going to find out about it eventually anyway, because they're going to see it when they get home. Do they still make Stuff Magazine? I looked it up. I don't think they still make it. No, I don't think so. So the photo shoot they're doing is for Stuff Magazine. Um, But the girl- like, Maximi? Yeah, like a sluttier Maxim, basically. Stuff! Your dick in her vagina! Stuff your dick between her tits. <laughs> so, for the fashion show, so Giselle won, and she oh, has Katie, right. Adrian, and Nicole yeah. as people to go with her. And they all go, and they get drunk. They get drunk. They get drunk. Let's be real. They get drunk. Um, and then Wyclef has them sing. And it's so awkward and so weird and terrible. And Wyclef is literally like holding his guitar and singing into the camera. Like, imagine if the camera was like at your hip level and you were singing down to it. Like it's your, you like it's your sad child that you, you're trying to console, but you know the sad child is uncomfortable with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's what Wyclef is doing. Staring at the camera like, America's next top model. Sing it with me, girls. Horrible. <laughs> and I'm really, I'm just really uncomfortable the entire time. I'm actually, so, so going back to the Ebony versus Adrian and everyone else, because Ebony basically tells Adrian that um, she's the one who, or that she wouldn't have told everyone who went on the Wycliffe trip that the, the challenge was happening in the next episode. Ebony didn't give a shit. First season. And so somehow Robin finds out and decides to <laughs> call out Ebony for giving off a bad bad vibe and even calls her a bad Christian of all things, which is amazing. Um, and even says like being a bad person, being a good person is unfashionable. And then and then Ebony tries to rant and Robin goes, she sings a, a hymn. What is it? Oh my god, it's it's something like you. Lord! Shit, no, what is it? No, I'm gonna pull it up. I, I oh, surely okay. should just pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. Pull up. Uh, I bet you could find a YouTube clip. Let's play it. Let's play the audio. <laughs> it's amazing. And Ebony stops ranting because she's just so appalled. She doesn't know what to make of it. It's like, she's just like, what is going on? <laughs> How excellent! That's what it is. That's what she's saying, huh? Yeah! Robin started singing. I didn't really understand what was really going on with that either. Excuse me. That's what we're talking about. Excellent. I'm talking. You singing in the middle of me. That was her best photo shoot. It's Excellent. <laughs> Robin holds them all in prayer, 
and forces them to pray to remove competitiveness. And Elise is in tears. Ebony is looking directly at the camera, like Jim Halpert style, and yes. eye rolling. Well it's said. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Elise is crying because she's uncomfortable. Adrian's <laughs> doing her own silent prayer to probably Jay and Silent Bob, and I'm everyone playing. else is praying. Yeah, it's praying for the most part, except for like may like perhaps maybe not Nicole or whoever else. But yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Let's finish this up. So anyway, at, they're at the fashion show before Stuff Magazine. The, at the photo shoot, Tyra decides to hop in front of the camera for whatever reason to show them how she works as a model. And they all practice in front of the mirrors. I took barely any notes on this entire thing because I was just like, this is stupid. Yeah, it is. A, it's a stupid photo shoot. It's for a men's magazine. Somehow Elise still does really well because she's a fucking model. And even with no curves, she like does really well because she knows what she's doing. It's all terrible. Robin is insecure because she feels fat and Tyra's like, stop trying to tie shawls in front of your body. Oh, yeah, she takes the sarong off. Kissy is the opposite from last week and looks terrible and like cannot model. Um, everyone's worried that she's going to win regardless because she looks like oh. Tyra. Also, you know how last week, like every photo shoot, they asked the photographer how everyone did last week. The like bitchy assistant and the photographer was like, "Cause some good, some bad." In this creepy men's mag stuff magazine he's photographer, like, he's like, "Oh, she she was beautiful. She yeah, was she did great. Beautiful. They all were beautiful and they all did great." And he's objectifying all of them. It's he so really gross. is. It's so horrific. But if anything that happens, Elise is feeling good because she's turning herself around to the idea of the competition. Yay, Elise! Judging. Uh, so the judging challenge is the first judging challenge ever. They got rid of in later seasons. Um, is when they decide that they're going to judge you during your judging. And everyone has to walk wearing a coat, take the coat off, and then finish the runway. And basically everyone fucks it up except Elise. <laughs> It's really sad. Um, Robin offends Janice because not only is she plus size, she's also 26. <laughs> Janice is, also, is just like, oh, you're not only fat, you're 26. God. Janice hates Giselle's walk, but like thinks her picture is nice. They all hate Shannon's walk because Shannon's like, <sighs> dead fish mouth. And for some reason, I got really frustrated because in this photo shoot, they're showing test shots. Your test shot's always going to be ugly. It's never going to be a good photo of you. It's always going to be, like, the shots that they took to, you know, test lighting. It's really weird. weird. Stop yawning because I give it to me, too. Sorry, sorry, Uh, sorry. (laughs) I just let you know I'm not a sociopath. Because sociopaths can't yawn when other people yawn. Mm -hmm. That's how you know. Jax Taylor is. Hey. Jax Taylor is also a thousand years old. Oh, yes. He pulled the sword out of the stone. It's true. Um, so Ebony walked too hard, but her photo is gorgeous. She has a terrible walk. Elise was amazing, but Elise hates her own photograph. She's like, I hate to mainstream my sexuality, and that's weird for me. Mm. Elise is exhausting. Katie is too sexy. She looks like she's yeah. Playboy. She looks like a porn star. Kissy's walk is also terrible, and she cries, but they like are like, your photo's okay. Mm-hmm. And then we get to elimination. 
I love the eliminations because they're like, no, 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 no. Get this girl out. No. And then everyone's like, yes, 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 yes. I love that. Um, I know. I love that we do we see that in later seasons where they go no, like, no, we never see the decision making, the we deliberation. See- but I, I remember in like cycle four, Janice saying how much she loves Kaylin at a certain point. Yeah, no, they, we see that part, but we don't see the yes or no part. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's what I mean. Because that was that was the same season that we saw Janice be like, Takara could win this competition. And everyone's like, you? You? She so, should have. I can't wait to get to if that If there point. was going to be a plus size winner, Takara over Whitney, any. Takara over Whitney. Um, Who else? There's so many plus size girls that we've had since then that are just gorgeous. Yeah. But Takara over Whitney, anyway. Yeah. Takara's the only one I remember. My favorite part of the entire elimination is when Ty was like, Elise, let your skin down. She just drops her coat on the ground. (laughs) Elise is all of us, guys. She really is. Um, Yeah. And so Kessie and Katie are the final two. Kessie because she cried during her poor review. And Katie because she looked like a porn star. And Katie winds up going home. Thank God. R.I.P. Katie. Katie's one of the girls who actually says, you know, you'll see me on the runway, blah, 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 blah. And my boyfriend got really sassy and was like, I hate hearing these girls like, you'll see them on the runway and you never see them. And so I decided to look into what happened to Katie Cleary. Is she dead? No, she's alive. Okay, good. She's not like Mariana. Wait, do you not remember Mariana from Cycle 22? Yeah, yeah, I she didn't watch like that one. She got eliminated, not early, but she was one of the finalists, but she got murdered. Yeah. Oh. Mariana Pular, she got murdered. Like some like crazy drug thing in like Baltimore or something like that. Oh, The Wire. Yeah, yeah, The Wire killed killed Mariana. So anyway, Katie sorry, Curry, sorry. She married a millionaire. Her Her millionaire fiance, she was estranged from him when she was seen in photographs with Leonardo DiCaprio, like, <gasps> get kissy up all up on her face and, like, try to cozy up on her, which is shocking because at this point she was probably, like, what? 30. Yeah. So, like, there goes my Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't touch a woman under the age of 25 rule. Damn. Yeah, but Katie was on Deal or No Deal. She did a bunch of things on, like, E! News. She directed a documentary on Netflix. Which right? one? It's called Gimme Shelter, I think. I've or heard Give of Me that. Shelter. It's a documentary about animals. It's on Netflix. And then her fiancé killed himself. Like, a few months after those photographs of Leonardo DiCaprio came out. And that's what happened to Katie Cleary. Yeah. I thought she'd be doing, like, a DIY... But this was all, like, a few years ago. Wow. Like, some of this was... Good for you, girl. Yeah, so, no, this is 2014. So it's three years ago. And on that note, thank you. For joining us for another episode of the America's Next (laughs) Top Best Friend podcast. We're going to say the name right in one cohesive sentence someday. That day is not today. Um, And yeah, thank you for joining us. Next week, we're going to move on to the next two episodes of Cycle 1. And probably Cycle 23, episodes 4 and 5. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe you should just live life on the edge a little. Do you have to plan everything, audience? No. No, audience. You guys live on the edge because you're beautiful. That's right. Yes. Bye.
Bye. See you next week.